You know, this really bothers me. The the Capitol uh, Police are on high alert for bombings in, you know, based on QAnon. OK, that's good. But why are they not talking about the things that are being organized on Twitter today for Saturday from the radical, violent left? How, what, what the hell is that? You get just the right is organizing and nobody's talking about the organizing that is still happening on Twitter. Oh, just. All right. Um, we've got a, uh, another hour, uh, to do today. This is a really, really important hour. Uh, these are the times that try men's souls. This is an hour that you really need to listen to and decide what, what, what do I believe? What is important? And will I stand? You'll understand by the end of the hour. This is an extraordinarily important hour that I ask you to listen to. If you don't have time to listen to this whole thing, I want you to find it on podcast today. Make sure you listen to this full hour. I'm going to start with explaining what masks and Dr. Seuss have in common. And it's not what I think anybody thinks is in common, but they are the same story. And I'll explain in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, So you've learned the lesson that history uh, has taught us about how badly things can go when disasters strike and you're not prepared. Uh, You know, you don't see it coming. You didn't see a a snowstorm coming that would knock almost all the power out in all of Texas for three or four days. That just doesn't happen in Texas. And then there are those people who have prepared and it is it's difficult to prepare. I mean, where do you even start? Well, right here, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. That's how you have to look at being prepared. Just small baby steps. And before you know it, you're prepared. I want you to start with that step of calling my Patriot Supply. Right now, you can get the food storage that you need. It will last uh, for 25 years if you store it properly you get the food storage that you need for the emergency you get it quickly it'll ship in one to two days and arrive discreetly at your door now is the time to prepare it's 2,000 calories a day you can secure a four week three month even a year of emergency food please do this now mypatriotsupply.com Do not put yourself in a situation where you have to get anything from the government. MyPatriotSupply.com All right, Justin Haskins is 
is joining me now. He was with us yesterday. He's the editorial director of the Heartland Institute, editor-in-chief of StoppingSocialism.com, and uh, also the uh, co-author in uh, my new book on The Great Reset, which is turning out to be one of the hardest books I've ever ever been involved in and tried to write uh and we're having to do rewrites all the time because the information is changing so rapidly it's an incredibly difficult topic yeah. it is so hard to wrap your i think we're getting there though i do think we're getting there we're learning new things every day but i think if you go back to where we started this whole process yes and where we are today yeah we know so much more than we did we know then. so much more but the average american doesn't and again this is an elephant that you're going to have to eat one bite at a time you just have to bear with it and it's like when people said to me why is why are you talking about woodrow wilson all the time why are you talking about the caliphate all the time because it's important that you understand what is really behind the news here's what's happening right now here's how masks and dr seuss are the same story they are intentional distractions as long as you can keep the American people divided, arguing about Dr. Seuss and arguing over masks, you can do anything. And huge, huge things are being done right now on a global level. And there is going to come a time when your best friend or even you, if you decide not to pursue this line of thinking, you will say, when did this happen? Right now. And it has been happening, I believe, for at least 10 years. This is one of the best laid out plans I have ever seen. You want to talk about, uh, you know, star chambers or secret combinations. This is the textbook case of it, except they're not in hiding. They're right out in the open. We're just distracted and divided. The only hope we have is to come together and say, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Seuss, whatever. Uh, what is it that you just did yesterday? Now, if we can come together on these things, we can stop it. I'm going to show you just one piece. Last night on my Wednesday night special, it is crucial, please, that you watch it. Somebody said to me last night, Glenn, I, I can't watch it. It's too depressing. You know, what can we do? I'll tell you at the end of the hour exactly what you can do. And it is probably the most important thing you will ever do in your life. And it will change the course of your life and possibly change the course of your country because it will change the course of your family's life. It is critical. And I'll give that to you in just a minute. Let me just go through what is happening on one part of the Great Reset. Banks have always been the helper for capitalism. But you have to understand capitalism is changing. It's no longer shareholder capitalism. It is stakeholder capitalism. And the stakeholders are the government, the companies, the CEOs, and you. You're a stakeholder, but you're not part of any of the decisions your government at the federal level is making all of the decisions in your name. That is exactly how they describe it. What? We're not leaving people out. The government is doing the decision and it's an elected government. Uh-huh. 
and all of the people who are the stakeholder deciders, they are all going to be wildly wealthy. This is the biggest heist and the biggest cage ever constructed in, a, in global history. Last night, I showed you a lot of things, but I showed you uh, the Paris Climate Accords. And why is that so important? What was the big deal? I mean, it was nothing. It was nothing. Well, I showed you last night. Uh, it wasn't the Paris Climate Accord that everybody was watching. It was the the secondary meetings that were happening there. They were happening with the banks, the biggest banks around the world, 450 different banks got together. Now, American banks, I thought, were not involved at the beginning. I couldn't find Bank of America or Chase Manhattan that were there. And you still, up until recently, you couldn't find anything. And you would say, well, that's it because they're not involved, which I don't buy at all. And I have evidence of it now. Um, but also, maybe they're in hiding because they don't want to think they don't want people thinking that they're taking their you know orders from the U.N. and climate activists. You know, you might think, hey, I'm going to get my money out of Bank of America and Chase Manhattan and the five biggest banks in the country because they're in doing something that I don't agree with at all. That is my assumption of why they have stayed out of this for so long, but they haven't actually stayed out of it. What caught our eye was at this, you know, uh, meeting of of the Paris Climate Accords was the amalgamated bank of the U.S. Now, what is that? The reason why this caught our eye is because it's the biggest union bank in the country. They're owned by Workers United, which is an affiliate of SEIU. You say SEIU to me, and I immediately know something is really wrong. Now, I mentioned last night's show that the World Bank and the UN were collaborating at a global level back at 2015, and the U.S. financial institutions were basically a no-show. But... Then we found that a private banking group in the Netherlands took their methodology and created a private organization called the Partnership for Carbon Accounting Financials, or PCAF. So this has come from a global organization, and then a private group says, oh, that's a great idea. We're going to do that. And so they do it. And that's where Amalgamated Bank comes in. They took their private model based off the U.N. Paris Accord initiative and led the charge to begin implementation here in America. So it's a labor union and their bank doing this. Now, earlier this week, I told you that a friend of mine sold, uh, sent me something that they got from Merrill Lynch. Well, that friend of mine is Justin Haskins. And uh, thank you, Glenn. You're welcome. I'm glad to be your friend. I, I, I love that. <laughs> So tell me about what they got from Merrill Lynch. Right. Explain so it. so a, a co-worker of mine logs into his Merrill Lynch account. Not a rich guy, just a regular guy. Got his 401k in Merrill Lynch. Logs into his Merrill Lynch account and up pops this really friendly, amazing notice that you've got your very own ESG score. Mm-hmm. Your environment, social, and governance score. Fantastic. Scores in all three categories and an overall score. And unfortunately, my degenerate friend... 
overall score out of 10. So not not doing very not well doing. on the ESG yeah. scale. This is akin to you getting a score. You think you have a score of maybe 700, you know, for your credit score. And all of a sudden you find out that you have a score of 300. What are you going to be able to buy? How are you going to get a loan? Are you going to be able to buy a car, a house or anything else? This credit score is going through the financial sector and the banks. And you'll understand why this is so bad here in a second. So when you get this, it is it is based on things from Merrill Lynch on the companies that you are buying. So if you want to buy stock and you think guns are going to be great and they're going to go up, they have a very low what's called ESG score, environmental, social justice and governance score. And so they have a very low rating, which means the banks are very unlikely to give them any money. So you can say, I really believe in this technology, but if it's not politically correct, it will have a low score that will punish that company in financing. But you say, screw it. I believe in this company. You now get a low ESG score and they say this is just to help you invest. But that's not what it is. That's the happy face. The other side of that is. It's your score. So the bank now looks at you and says, well, you have an ESG score of four. You're not playing along with the environment. You're not for social justice. How can I trust that you're going to do something that is worthwhile for this collective community? So now you don't get uh, loans. Now, the overall score, you're going to be graded and your risk to the bank is is assessed based on things and services you buy. This is from their report. The things and services you buy. Well, that are you a member of Blaze TV? Ugh. Are you? I hope not. Are you? Right? Are, have you bought a gun recently? Have you done? Are you collected food storage? What are you talking about? Things and services that you buy. How much electricity you use. If you own a business, how much travel is involved? How much do your employees commute or can they all work from home? How many buildings do you own? How many company vehicles are there? What do you invest in? Now, if you answer those incorrectly, you're going to be giving a very low score. Now, it's not going to affect me until you read their own documents at the bank. In their own disclosures, personal mortgages, commercial real estate, business loans, listed equity, energy finance, car loans, every aspect of your life you will be cut out of. You won't be getting a car loan. This is this is just the beginning. Medicine is also going to be controlled by the federal government. If you don't play ball, if you're eating meat, I'm sorry, we can't give you that medicine. It is total control. So it hasn't hit the mainstream, right? The, the U.S. banks were a no-show. Well, if you look at that private PCAF group that nobody's looking at, you're looking for it in the U.N. and the Paris Accord. You're not looking at this group. This is a front group because 
joining that group, Bank of America, City, Co-America, Morgan Stanley. And these are just the banks that had the balls to come out with it publicly. Who else has adopted the U.N.'s methodology? Did they do it in a way to avoid the U.N. and Paris Accord public lists to avoid scrutiny? Your climate footprint and your social justice. We haven't even gotten a social justice yet. Your social justice footprint is given a credit score to measure your financial risk to the system. Now, as insane as it is, it was all set for an initial test run uh, in uh, 2019. Bank of America has already gone public that they're adopting this radical reinvention of the entire financial system. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's not. Give me another minute. I'll show you what's happening this week. 60 seconds in the back. All right, let me tell you about gold line. Gee, why should you have, uh, why should you have gold? I mean, <laughs> this system is evidence that they all know the dollar is going to collapse. They all know this financial system is going to collapse. They're telling you that's conspiracy theory, that there's nothing wrong. This proves it. You don't do these things and then stay with the dollar. You don't do it. We are headed towards a massive disruption. Please call Goldline now. Stop waiting. Call them. They have a great special right now with every tube of certified gold coins, Liberty Gold Coins. You'll get five brilliant uncirculated Kennedy silver half dollars at no additional charge. Last time I bought some, I didn't even get that special. This is a really good special. I buy gold and silver. Uh, you can get the silver now, uh, no additional charge when you're buying gold. Just ask them about all this. Um, and the authentication is really, really good, and that's important right now. Call Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. They're waiting for your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE, 10-second station ID. So last week, the acting chairwoman of the SEC signaled that companies will soon have to report their climate risk to the government. So now you begin to see the public-private partnership between the banks and the U.S. government in action. If you fail to disclose your climate information to the banks, the governments will compel you to do it anyway. This is going to affect every single America, American in a profound way. That happened last week. Yesterday, the Treasury said that they are going to run a climate risk assessment and a, a climate stress test on the financial system. This all plays into each other. This is what's happening. The bank squeeze. It was, as I showed you last night in the special, please watch it. 2013, Obama administration did Operation Choke Point. It is the most incredible thing that I can't believe everybody didn't hear about. I can't believe no one is exposing this. It was to put businesses that were politically incorrect out of business using the FDIC. 
And this year, a lot of changes are all, have already happened, and we have missed them. The leaders of 450 banks met in Paris four months ago to announce they're all in on pushing this forward. And I, I gave a quote at the beginning of the show last night. We promote social justice policies to reduce inequalities, including th- uh, thorough support to tax, uh, distributive and domestic resource optimization approaches, safety nets and or insurance schemes. Now, this was from the gathering in Paris. But I want you to remember, these are bankers saying this. And in their statement, the first line from these bankers was this. We, public development banks of the world, gathered for the first time in Paris to commit to support the transformation of the global economy and societies. That is not the job of Citibank or Bank of America or the Bank of France. That is not their job. The pilot program went into effect in 2019. The banks that were involved, they have a report out and they pull no punches. Achieving net zero emissions will require a whole economy transition. Every company, every bank, every insurer, every investor will have to adjust their models. It spanned two years. A bank in France released what they called the Climate Vulnerability Index. In other words, your climate credit score. This is China, by the way. The approach, quoting from them, the approach aims to assess transition risks by quantifying the marginal impact of the climate scenario on the credit rating of borrowers for a set priority sector under the assumption that the borrower does not adapt to this scenario. So uh, bend the knee or lose the credit. Now, what happens if you put your foot down? Using their own documents, anyone caught out of compliance and unwilling to conform will be dealt with through what they call exclusion policies. Page 41, KBC will abstain from direct financing or insurance of, for instance, coal-related projects, as well as from general corporate financing or insurance of energy companies if they have any portion of their energy production capacity, which is coal-fired. Joe Biden doesn't need to ban coal. The banks are doing it themselves. And you, by having your bank... Being Citibank, Bank of America, any of these banks, you're paying for it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay. Um, Timeshare termination team. Timeshare termination team. If you have, uh, you know, one of these stupid timeshares, you know it's a hassle. I mean, unless you have Disney, you can get out of Disney because people want a Disney timeshare. The thing that you bought, probably not. So what do you do? You stuck with that and your kids stuck with that forever? Not with Timeshare Termination Team. Timeshare Termination Team has a 100% guarantee, money back exit guarantee. You're not out, you get every dime back. You will save a ton of money if you call 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-438-8688, or just go to timeshareterminationteam.com. 
you have the peace of mind that there's a hundred percent money back exit guarantee get that thing out from just crushing you to death timeshare termination team.com timeshare termination team.com more in a second Very excited for the first time since Thanksgiving. Nancy Pelosi Sucks Pens are back in stock. NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. Get yours today while they last. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I just want to... uh make a note here there are still 170,000 residents in Mississippi that do not have drinking water uh, right now they still haven't had they've been out for two weeks Uh, there are still 8.7 million people still under boil advisories in Texas Uh, that's a lot of water Uh, and Mercury One is uh, so grateful to Patriot Mobile um, that's the, they are a sponsor of this program and I'm glad they're a sponsor. They're a U.S. based Christian conservative wireless telephone provider. They have partnered up. This is not the first time they've done this. They've partnered up, uh, with, um, Mercury one operation blessing and team Rubicon to make sure that, uh, Louisiana, Texas, uh, are, or have some water. Uh, and they have decided that they are going to match dollar for dollar uh, for anybody who donates now at Mercury One. And we thank Patriot Mobile. If you'd like to be a part of the rescue and the helping so we don't have to rely on government, please donate now to Mercury One. Okay, Justin Haskins is uh, with us. And we were we were just talking about what we went over last night, which is... It's hard to get your arms around because what we went over last night on the Wednesday night special uh, was just one really just part of the enforcement arm of the Great Reset. That's right. Right. Yeah. Just just one part of all of this. Uh, I think the most important takeaway from from last night is that this is not some wild uh, you know, it's not a wild conspiracy theory. Obviously, it's not even a wild prediction. It's happening right now. It's occurring. And all the pieces have been put into place for years and years and years that have led us to this point in time. And now when you look back at all of these different things that we've seen in the past and we said, well, why would why would people, even Democrats, even people who are in power, who are why, why would they support this or that piece of legislation? Look, the Green New Deal, for example. And when you look back on those things, it sheds a whole new light on all of it. How could the Green New Deal is a great example of it, right? Why would all these big corporations line up behind something like that, <laughs> right? Well, maybe because they're going to make a whole lot of money off of it. When you get rid of cars by 2035, gasoline cars, um, who's who's making money? Well, big corporations like GE or GM. Uh, corporations that uh, Nancy Pelosi just invested a million dollars in Tesla two weeks before Joe Biden announced that he's going to replace the entire federal fleet with electric cars. Exactly. Gee, what a smart investment she made. And, and it's not just it's not just electric cars. It's 
almost every aspect of the economy has to change. It, it, they say that. That's right. This it, this will affect every American down to the most basic things. Right. So f- you you are going to be they're going to you're going to have an ESG score. How much electricity do you use? Well, you're using so much electricity, so you're going to have to pay a tax on that unless you get a new refrigerator. Well, who's making the new refrigerator? GE. That's right. How about new windows? How about for your home? How about making sure that your house is green energy compliant? That was a huge part of the Green New Deal. In California, they've already put laws into place that say every new house has got to have solar panels strapped onto it. And we're not talking about every new house. Nope. We're we're not talking talking about about every building in the country. We're talking about every building in the civilized world. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So when people say, and this is where we went wrong. Uh, and and I'm the first to admit it. I just wrote a book on arguing with socialists. We wrote it together. <laughs> I know. And when we first started looking at this, we were trying to put the socialism label on this. It's not socialist. No. This is where they are using socialists and they're using conservatives and they're using Nazis and and everybody else. They're using those people to get us to fight with one another. So we're not seeing what the real deal is when they put out the new Green Deal. This these now are private corporations, private banks, private industries that are all working together you're not going to need to pass the Green New Deal. Right. Because the bank won't give you a loan unless you accept the principles of the New Green Deal. Exactly. And the, and the tip-off for all of this was when we started looking at the, at the Great Reset initially, and we saw all these big, gigantic corporations, the head of Brian Moynihan, the head of Bank of America... Is, was an integral part of making these ESG standards. He's deeply in bed with the World Economic Forum. And we looked at that and we said, what, what are these people doing? This is, this is socialism. This is some kind of socialist. Said, Why are they in bed? No, it's not. They're, it's not socialism. I have a feeling that if, if Bernie Sanders were here today, he'd agree with us. 100%. He would agree that he hates all of this. Right. He doesn't want anything to do with this. That's why you're going to find yourself in a situation, I think in the next year, where you're talking to socialists and you're like, I'm with you, buddy. I'm, I'm right with you. And they're going to say, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm with you. It's going to happen because soon as this is exposed, you are going to see more and more people go, wait a minute. They're just raping the middle class and lower class. If if your company is making hundreds of millions of dollars, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But everybody below is going to be on a stipend. That's right. I mean, you are really, truly being categorized as a consumer and a worker. That's all you are. And, and with the goals of Common Core, which are coming through again through the Great Reset in diabolical ways will judge your child by third grade and it will be your child will be put on a track to serve this industry or that industry this is how many times have you heard people from george bush to uh you know john Kerry say the future is china yep that is the future china the way china does things no that's not the future 
Yeah. And I don't want that to be the future. But that's what this is. That's right. They're so, but they're so efficient. They're so good at getting things done over there. They right. can just, you know, if they need a factory and it, your house happens to be where the factory needs to be, they just bulldoze down the house. Right. It's fantastic. And right? if you happen to disagree in China and you're a Uyghur, uh, we just have to build a little <laughs> concentration camp for you. Yeah, it's a federal jobs guarantee. Yeah, that's, a, that's all that is. <laughs> that's all that is. Um, so now what do you do about it? This is probably the most important thing you will ever do in your life. First thing, I want you to watch the special. I want you to look at original sources. I want you go to go to the worldeconomicforum.org uh, and look at it. I want you to read the sustainable development goals from the UN's Agenda 2030. I want you to compare those two and notice, wow, they fit with each other. I want you then to take the documents that we're showing just on finance and see that the bank that you have your money in most likely is a is way into this. Then you have to decide this. What do I really believe? And how important are those values and principles to me? Do I really truly believe in liberty and the individual and and the freedom to pursue my own happiness without all of this regulation on top of me do i believe that people have a right to find their own way and compete in an open fair market do i believe that Every move my child makes, every word my child utters, everything is measured, everything is recorded, everything about their entire life will be scrutinized for their safety. You have to ask yourself, after you've done your homework, do not Take my word for it. And if you find things that I say are happening and you think they're wrong, call me. I will put you on the air and we will go over it together. And I will be the first to gladly admit that I am wrong if you can show me the evidence. But I want you to do your own homework. And then you have to decide, will I stand Am I willing to go up? I'm a CPA and I just got these rules that uh, the SEC is saying right now as a CPA, you have to do these ESG reports and that's coming. Do you just keep quiet and keep your job or do you try to find other people? And if you don't find any other people that agree with you, you're still willing to say, I won't do this. I won't do this. I have to ring the bell because I know what this means. These are the times that try men's souls. This is probably the easiest time you will have to make this decision because you're not seeing the direct profound effects in your life yet, but you will soon. If you don't stand now, you probably won't stand. Are you in for freedom? Or do you just want to preserve your job?
I have made my choice. It's time now for you to make yours. Back in a minute. Thank you, Justin, for coming in. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, all right. By the way, uh, did you see Hong Kong is uh, having a shorter shortage of burner phones? That's because half of the population. No, I'm sorry. Half of the population was out rioting or or demonstrating and saying no to China. They the everybody who is a leader is gone now, disappeared or in prison or killed. Now, half the population was on the street and China still shut them down. Number one thing people are looking for now in China uh, or in uh, Hong Kong, burner phones. Why? Because they're tracking everything. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. You got to get out of pain because, man, we need you in the fight. If you have pain that you you can't even sleep at night. I I had a um, uh, letter from a woman named Dawn. That's where she was. She'd been a hairstylist for 25 years, and she developed pain in her hands and her feet and her back. She was on her feet all the time. So bad she couldn't even sleep at night most of the time. She was desperate for anything. One day, she heard me talking about Relief Factor. Uh, She's listening to the program, and Don's like, I'm going to give it a try. Within a few weeks of starting to take it, all of her pain, according to Don, every bit of it was gone. She says she no longer takes Relief Factor. The longer she takes Relief Factor, the better she feels. She got her life back. I got my life back. Try it for three weeks. See if it will make a difference. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, my name is Glenn Beck, and I would, uh, I'm just grateful that you're listening now. And I would uh, ask that you would join us at The Blaze. If you think the stuff that we are working on is worthwhile and important, uh, please join us and become a supporter at Blaze TV. Uh, tonight and over the weekend, um, we are doing a, uh, test group of about 200 people, uh, at Mercury one for a new American history class that, uh, we will do again. And, uh, we will have that, uh, online for you soon. Uh, and that is the beginning of, of our effort to try to educate you and your family, uh, I I've told everybody at the studio um, that they should come and attend this. We'll put them in a separate room because it's just completely full now. Uh, we had a thousand people wanting to get in. We could only do 200 of them. Um, but uh, it, it is a it's it, you will be remarkably different when you come out. You will realize that almost everything that you thought you knew probably wasn't true. 
uh, or it was a spin on the truth on history. And the great thing is, is we have the documents to prove it. Uh, we were very, very fortunate. A listener of this program uh, donated almost $2 million uh, just last week, which has given us the ability to uh, buy the largest collection of American history between 1500 and uh, 1790, I think. Um, it's all of the Jamestown, all of the pilgrims. I mean, Smithsonian wanted uh, this collection. Uh, and luckily, the person who has assembled it, spent a lifetime assembling it, wanted it to fall into our hands because they know what we're doing and they know that we will preserve it and the truth. Uh, Mercury One soon will be the go-to source uh, for any document of relevance on the pilgrims and what happened in Jamestown. And that is so important because everything we teach we can back it up with the original source. Professors can't do that. In fact, we can run circles around some of the best so-called progressive history uh, majors in the country. They, they don't even know history. Uh, and we have the documents to prove it. And that is an important, important task. Uh, and we sure would appreciate your support, uh, tax-deductible support, at mercuryone.org. Mercuryone.org. Thank you for listening. Tonight, a new podcast comes out. You're going to really have your mind opened on that. What's really going on with social media and the public revolt. This is the Glenn Beck Program.